Derek and Ryan, you guys mind coming up here? Give these gentlemen a round of applause. You guys got to join me as well. More intros, yeah. Let's do a couple more. Um, Ryan, uh, you've been planning this for like, what, nine months now? Or nine hours? Uh, since I got here this morning at 9 a.m.? Yeah, 9 a.m. Ryan, ha you shouldn't do this in our Telegram chat. It's like Nosterville Party uh, Telegram chat. It's like the agenda... I like fuck over Derek, you know, by copy as I'm driving down here. Yeah, as he's driving down here, I like copied and pasted something wrong, and Derek's like, "Oh, dude, am I not presenting anymore?" And I'm like, "No, maybe. I don't know. Let me just go look." And we sorted it out. But then Ryan had the suggestion of like, maybe we should do a panel on like what is Noster and like a philosophical, technical, just basics. So that's what we're going to talk about here in a second. I'm going to this is what you tagged me in, and I found out on the way down here that I was doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I rugged this you on is, the other one. A, yeah, this is, yeah. And this then is where I'm going to move you to Noster Nest tomorrow, and then I rugged you on this one to put you up on here now as our featured keynote. But where should we even begin? Like, tell me. Where where do you want to where, begin? Where where were you born? What you know? Uh, about eleven no. hours north of here in in central Pennsylvania. Is Pennsylvania really north? You know, uh, <laughs> north north. You know, a little bit east, but mostly north, right? Shit, Northeast. My geography sucks. Um, it was actually funny. Like I started dating my wife, who's born and raised in Tennessee, and we met in New York, and I had made the mistake once. And I'll never do it again. And I said, oh, Tennessee, you live in the Midwest? And she's like, absolutely fucking not. I'm from the, <laughs> I'm from the South. You better get that right. And I got that right real quick. Um, but I guess for both of you guys, and then I'm going to give it to Ryan, but like, what, from your perspective, how do you explain Noster? Because I know you're probably evangelical about it, especially in your community about Noster and Bitcoin and so on. Like, how do you explain Noster to people? So um, recently I started to describe it as a web browser. Everybody knows that you use Firefox or you use Chrome or you use Edge, IE, whatever, to browse the World Wide Web. And every browser displays it very similarly. But the content you know, is generally the same. But each, each uh, web browser will display it slightly differently maybe have their own bells and whistles, their own features, and so forth. So when you say Nostra is a protocol, people are like, oh, okay, well, what the hell is a protocol? You know, they don't understand that. So if you describe it as a web browser, and you say, well, HTTP, the web, that's a protocol, and it looks generally the same in all your web browsers, but each one's a little bit different. That's kind of how Nostra is, where we have all these protocol browsers, all these different apps, and all these different tools to browse the content on this protocol. And each client displays it a little bit differently. Some have more bells and whistles than others, and it allows us to browse the social protocol of the internet. What do you think about that? I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, it's either that or explain it like email, right? Because you, yeah. you can go to you know Outlook, you can go to Gmail, whatever, and we can all talk using all these different clients. They all work a little bit different, but they're all the same. Like it, I think people it's hard, understand that. It's hard for some of us who have been in tech for a long time and understand the plumbing of most of how things work to talk to normal people, a lot of who were born in, you know, born with the stuff already existed. 
and uh, for us to relate, to understand where they are, what their conceptual mind map of how it works or what it is, and to cross that divide between our technical understanding. Well, it's like a web browser, it's like SMTP or whatever, and their eyes glaze over because they don't, this is just the way the world works for them. Like they have no idea of the underlying plumbing, which was kind of my idea for this talk was, what can we do to have like it's just ever so slightly technical introduction to get to bring people up to kind of this maybe a common understanding of kind of how does this work or like how is this different from Twitter? Why is this important? I mean, if there are only 10,000 active users, it's like obviously not a huge thing, but there's a lot of us who see the potential for something huge. Why? You know, what is, what is it about the fundamental way this works that's different that makes it important? And why do we think it has such promise? But let, let's get technical just at a basics for a little bit. So I'm a, I'm a developer, uh, but not an Oster developer. So I'm just here not to Not yet, ask, right? Not yet, exactly. Um, so I, I proposed, you know, this, like, I can just ask dumb questions. All right, I love them. To someone questions. who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> um, but kind of from a developer's perspective. Uh, but I'll, I'll try to cross the gap too, because I know not everybody's here as a developer. So it's like, why is this technical detail important? So I hear people say a lot of times, you know, well, Nostra, it's a protocol. That it's an open protocol. That's, it's an open protocol. That's what makes it so special. Why is that important? What is a protocol? How does... You know, when I send a note on Noster, how does that how is that any different than Twitter? Why isn't Twitter a protocol? What is Twitter if it's not a protocol? Well, I mean, <laughs> so if someone were to say that to me, I would say, well, Twitter uses the web protocol. It's essentially just another web page. It wasn't designed. The web page protocol wasn't designed for this type of communication. So we are creating a method, a protocol, a way to be social and communicate. So we're building that. And that's powerful because we're able to build the protocol, build the experience that we want. It's something that we're building for us, by us. Whereas we've been using for the past two decades, you know, we've been using the web protocol for social communication. And it works, but it wasn't really designed for that in some aspects. So we need to separate those two. We separate the communication protocol from the web protocol and it allows us to build the experience that we've always dreamed of having. So it can be very powerful because it allows us to, to do that and we haven't been able to really before. We've been working in the constraints of something else that existed. So is it fair to say that uh, it's a protocol, break it down even further. It's, is it fair to say that's like a way for things to talk to each other. It's a language. Yeah, a it, it, it's language. a standard. It's a standard. It's so whenever you plug a keyboard into a computer, the computer understands, hey, it's a keyboard. I know how this works. And there's 100 manufacturers, 200 manufacturers, whatever, that can make keyboards. And every computer knows that when you plug it in, ah, I know what this is, and it knows how it works. The protocol is the same way. It's, 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 a, it's a standard operating procedure. It's a standard way to do things. So different devices, different people, different software, hardware, whatever, they all know how to talk to one another. 
it's 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 a language. So Twitter is not a protocol. No, Twitter is a platform that runs on a different protocol. But yeah, you know, protocols and platforms are. are I, I guess that's what we need to explain to people: the difference between a protocol and a platform. Where a platform is something that somebody, a centralized entity, owns and controls, and there's generally only one way to do it. Where a protocol is generally open and you can use it, utilize it in many different ways. So it allows you to have varying experiences using that protocol instead of the one spoon-fed delivered method. Okay, so on Twitter, if I open my client and I tweet something, I open Twitter on my phone, my app, sends that tweet where and how do other people see it? So it would send it to servers that Twitter owns and your client would connect to those servers and the data would be sent to you and you would view it where it's only one, I mean, it's distributed around the world, but it's only one company, one entity that owns and distributes that data. Whereas on Noster, I can run my own relay, Ryan can run his, anybody in this room can run their own relay, and I would have to connect to that relay that you would run or somebody else's relay that you're using to get that data. So it's, it's distributed that way in that aspect. It's, it's decentralized in that aspect. There's not just one person that controls or is able to handle the data. So if, if I open Domus or my whatever my Noster client is, and I send a note, where does that note go? And how do other people see it? Well, so, so this is the, the, the beauty of, of Noster. So the, the Domus platform, it, it's a platform that uses the Noster protocol, is different from what I run. I'm an Android guy. I don't run Domus. Never use it. I've used Domus like 30 seconds down in Costa Rica. Will let me use his phone. I was like, yeah, I got to use Domus. And that was it. Um, <laughs> and my buddy Seth in the back, he has an iPhone. He let me use the Domus before. And I was like, yeah, I got to use Domus again. But anyways, so your experience is different than mine. But for us to communicate together, I use my platform, Amethyst. You use your platform, Domus. And we connect to the same relay, the same place that you're storing your data. So if you are on ryansrelay.com and I say, oh, I want to talk to, I want to talk to him. So I, I add your ryansrelay.com and my client goes out to that relay, that server. A relay is just a server. It's a node if you're a Bitcoiner. That's all it is. We go out to it, connect to it, grab that note, pull it down to my client. And we can communicate because we're, we're using that, that relay or that server, that node to do it. So my note doesn't go to some Domus server somewhere necessarily. Necessarily. It can. The, the, there is a Domus relay. A lot of clients will run their own relay. The Domus relay is one of the most popular relays out there. But for decentralization, you know, uh, it's good to choose varying relays in, uh, in, uh, in, in Domus. Where's LSAT here? You can confirm. There's, ha I said, me is not a Domus user, but there's like, what, there's a half a dozen or so uh, relays that are recommended best practice relays or something like that or that are given to users to help 
diversify the content and spread it around a little bit so everyone's not centralized on one Domus relay, so there's multiple good, well-known relays for people to use. And as long as we have one in common or you have one in, one of those in common with anybody in the room, then, then you can communicate with them. So that sounds a little complicated. It is. I just want to open an app. And, it is. No, and, and no user people. wants to experience this. So if I want Igor to see my, like I want to see his cool uh, AI-generated images... Yeah, you have to share a server. I have to, I have to server, know basically. a re- Yeah, so and how that, that's I... complicated, right? How it's a bad use. Yeah, so it, I lo- I'm a big Noster bull. Uh, I love Noster, but it's a really bad experience for me to say, "Hey, we have to be in the same server to communicate." And you, who doesn't, you know, whoever is a less than technical person, and you're trying to figure out what servers I use, what relays I use to communicate, that's kind of a bad experience. Um, Technology needs to fade into the background for it to work best for people. And when you start saying you need to add these specific relays to be able to communicate with your friends and your family, the average person is going to be like, oh, I never had to do that before. That's really weird. I just want to be able to post cat pictures and talk to my friends. You know, and, <laughs> and Amen. You, you need that to kind of fade into the background. So there's a new model out there that some clients are using and talking about moving to where relays essentially won't matter and I can add whatever relays I want. You can add the ones that you want and we don't have to like text each other and say, hey, which relay are you using? Noster will just know that you're using these relays and if I'm looking to communicate with you, my client will go out there and find it and that's called the gossip model. Snort supports this now in Nostrica last week. Um, Primal and Domus, uh, the developers, Will and Milan, uh, said that they were going to look at supporting it in the future. So once that happens, it's going to add another uh, a layer of simplicity where you won't have to figure out what your friends and family are using to communicate. Things will just, just work in air quotes. Uh. So why does Twitter not have this problem? Because seems on Twitter yeah, there's this global. Yeah, if but, I tweet, because there's just, only one server. You know, there's one server. There's one entity that controls the servers. We all post to the same location. We all post to the same database on Twitter. It's it's only one entity controlling it versus everybody in the room having their own relay. So is that what we mean by? Nostra is decentralized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's decentralization. And again, like a lot of people, you would say, "Well, oh, you use Nostra because it's decentralized." And someone's going to say, "Well, what the hell is that?" You know, no, no one really knows what that means. I mean, we do probably hear, you know, where we understand why that is good, but the average person on the street doesn't understand that, and they won't understand decentralization or censorship resistance until they need it most or until it affects a loved one or someone that they know. So it's really kind of hard to explain why that's important. But I think saying that, hey, has has Twitter ever gone down for you? Or has someone been, you know, banned from Twitter, removed from Twitter? Well that really can't happen on Noster. Noster as a protocol, you'd have to shut off you know, dozens of clients and you and everybody that runs a client at home would have to shut it off. You'd have to shut off a thousand relays around the world. And that's really kind of hard to coordinate unless we're all going to pick a certain date and time to, all right, everybody turn off your stuff. And so, that's so never going to happen. So if, if I say the wrong thing on Twitter and I get censored or canceled, how does that, how does that work? So, Why does- so Elon likes to do this and advertise for Noster a lot. Elon likes to 
you know, every few months, he's like, man, I'm bored. I'm going to do something dumb and advertise why Noster is better. And he does these things where he changes policies, uh, shadow bans people, bans people. And these changes highlight why Noster is great because that generally can't happen on an open protocol where nobody controls it. Now, specific clients, if they wanted to, specific relays, if they wanted to, they could censor you. But because you can run your own relay, you can run your own client, and there's you know, th a thousand different relays out there, and there's you know, a couple dozen different clients, if one client does it, that's, that's okay. You're not banned from Noster. I mean, it's not okay, but in the, in the grand, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's okay because you can still continue to post elsewhere. You can use this client or on Twitter. If you're banned, you're banned. Your account's banned. Like you're done. You can't, that can't happen on Noster. So censor or cancel me means technically that the server start, someone tells the server to ignore me. Don't, yes. don't distribute messages from Ryan. Yeah. So, so that on a protocol level, that can't really happen. It's like a game of whack-a-mole. I, I like to give the example of uh, Domus. Back in February, whenever Domus launched on the Apple App Store, China banned it within like, less than 48 hours um, and removed the app. And all those users didn't get banned from Noster. They may not have been able to use Domus, and new users may not have been able to install Domus. But there's, a, like I said, there's a dozen other Noster clients out there, and they continued. They continued to use Domus. Some of them were even DMing Will, saying, "Hey, just wanted to let you know, we're still here. We're still using Noster, even though Domus is banned, because we're using insert other client." And that's really cool, and that highlights the 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 reason that decentralization and censorship resistant technology works, and, and that's the reason that that Noster works. Okay, so I can be banned on Twitter because there's one server. Yes. If you turn me off there, I'm gone from existence. Yes. Whereas on Noster, you can't ban me because there are many servers. It, and unless they yes. all banned me. Unless, yeah, unless, unless you can convince every single relay operator out there and every client operator out there to ban you, well, then you say, well, I'm going to run my own relay. And then you run your own relay out of your own house, and then you, do, you communicate to all your followers, hey, you know, I pissed everybody off for wrong think, and they, they banned me. Well, here's DareCrossRelay.com. Go there, and you're never going to – I'm never going to ban myself. And you can go to my relay, and you can access all of my content from my relay because I control it, and I'm in charge of my social graph, which that is the largest distinction between Noster and any other social media platform client anywhere – because you've never been fully in charge of your social graph, your social data. It's not portable on Twitter. You can't take it elsewhere. There are silos. Because it lives on their It lives server. on their server. So where, well, does my, where does my list of followers live in Noster? It lives on the relays and clients that you use. Whichever relay you, you, whichever relay you decide to use and publish your contact list to. So the relays... Don't my messages don't just bounce off relays and get yeah, distributed. Relays, relays, a, relays a bad name, right? So when you think when you hear relay, you know, sorry if you got Jeff, but but when you hear relay, it sounds like it's going to 
pass something forward. It's going to relay. I think of a relay race. That doesn't really happen. If I send a note to relay one, relay two doesn't pick it up and send it to relay three. That doesn't happen. So relay may not be the best name for it, but uh, that, that, that's what we're using. Um, I, I think we should call it uh, you know, just servers or network. Or, you know, pe people generally understand what that means. But, but yes, uh, they're they're not going to they're not going to relay them. That's up to the user to do that. If you decide you want to publish your content to your own personal server or somebody else's server, you need to go into your profile and say, "I want my contact list to live over here." And then you add that relay, and then you post, and there there you go. So if I become an Android user tomorrow, hopefully, uh, and start using whatever your client I don't even know amethyst amethyst. Uh, Primal. How is that gonna? How is my contact list portable? Like, how do I s start so my new life on contact on lists? Or Where just does it a, come? Contact lists are just a type of a, a data type on Noster, and that's stored on your relays. So whenever you would sign into a brand new client you never used, if brand new client started tomorrow and I installed it on my Android phone and I signed in, it would look at my profile and connect to my relays. If my relays weren't there, I would add them. And then it would pull down all of my follows, all my followers, you know, contact list, all my notes and everything. And everything would be, would be viewable because it's portable. You can take your social graph, you can take all of your social data with you, no matter which client you use, as long as that client allows you to specify your own relays. As long as the client does that, then you're golden and, and you're going to be able to use whatever you want and have a similar experience everywhere. So can, can I write another client for Twitter? You know, someday, uh, well, you know, I guess let me answer your question before I go like all philosophical here. So you used to be able to. You used to be able to for, for years when Twitter first started until, you know, until the great Elon takeover. Uh, that was a thing that you did. There was dozens of clients. I remember on, I mean, on Android using... Uh, Falcon for Twitter and all these other Twitter clients, you know, a decade ago, and that had better experiences and more features than the bland and shitty Twitter app. The, the, the third party clients for Twitter was where it was at 10 years ago. And it was open. The, the API was open and anybody could create a client and use it. But then Elon, uh, in you know, his wisdom said, we don't want to do that anymore. You it's if you want to, it's going to cost a lot of money, and third-party developers essentially overnight got locked out of their jobs and their 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 uh, clients, their software that they built for people to use. That's a, another like we'll use we'll, we'll start stop talking about Twitter clients uh, and talk about another use case. So Reddit did this too. So Reddit within the past year made changes to their API. Reddit's uh, you know, online forums, communities, and so forth. Noster supports this as well, communities. And you can have Noster clients that have communities and forums uh, very similar to Reddit. And the whole reason that this enhancement to the protocol came about was because Reddit decided to do the same thing, restrict API access unless uh, you paid an exorbitant amount of money. And overnight, most clients closed down. And it hurt all the users that had been using these for 10 years. You can't really do that with, with, with Noster. And, and that's a screaming beacon to developers is that you can build something on Noster and the CEO or the VCs, whoever controls 
essentially the API that you're using yeah. can't rug you and pull it, pull it away and take it away from you. And I know we talk a lot about freedom of speech and so on, but like the commercialization side is really fascinating to me. Imagine building your entire business, a small business, and then all of a sudden you, something happens and you can get rugged out of your entire community into all your followers, your entire cash flow of your life, your livelihood. What do you do? And that's where it's like, to me, it's like parallel tasking. You got to be at least building up this parallel identity, parallel business on Noster and at least tinkering here. Um, that's given me a lot. So to that's think the about. open. What yeah. do we say? That's the open part of open decentralized protocol. Open. We couldn't have couldn't have a conference like this of developers of clients that are coming up with novel ways to use Twitter, social. Graphs yeah, you really can't do that it's anymore. Not open. Totally. So this was fascinating. By the way, uh, give these gentlemen a round of applause. This was really awesome. <laughs>